Hi, right. Sharon. Hi, how are you? Good, good. All yeah. right, so we're officially on and live. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm um, I just wanted to welcome everybody back, um, back to the Healing All Year podcast. If you haven't already followed us, you should be following us. It's Healing All Year podcast on IG. Um, so I need everybody to go right now, take a minute, pause this podcast, and go follow. So today's episode is about healing during this pandemic. Um, if you're under a rock, which I assume none of us are, we're going through our own little self-isolation, I guess we're going to yes. call it, right? Um, mm-hmm. On not being near anybody, having social distance because of the COVID-19 virus that's been going on and affecting everybody. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why we decided to make this episode about that, right? Um, right. We have a special guest all the way from the West Coast. Like she legit is three hours ahead of us right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Healing All Year would like to introduce Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi. So Sharon Fraser <laughs> is from Bay Therapist on IG as an Oakland native and a licensed marriage and family therapist. For the past eight years, she has worked in community mental health, serving those diagnosed with severe mental health challenges. Sharon also owns a part-time practice, and many conversations are around adulting and how to manage life, career, relationships, etc. Sharon motivates to help others coming from her experience growing up in Oakland and realizing that opportunities is vital and determining personal growth and change. Her therapeutic approach guides clients to change self-defeating languages and learn how to tap into their strength. Sharon's model is you already have it. Thank you, Sharon, for joining us and sharing yourself with the listeners. No, I, again, um, I am super excited and, and thankful that, that you invited me. Yes. Okay, so let's get yeah. right into it. Um, yeah. How are you feeling today? within your healing, within your emotions? How are you feeling? Mm. Um, I, I'm okay. You know, it's it's weird. I have moments where I'm like, I mean, it is scary. I, I went grocery shopping not too long ago and I was kind of anxious mm-hmm. about it, right? Just being out there and, and trying to do these things. Um, but I am trying to maintain, so I'm doing okay. I'm just trying to limit the news here and yes try to try to center myself that is outside of you know that's very important on that Mm -hmm. i'm on quarantine um because somebody at my mom's job had the virus um Mm. and thankfully we're on like day six day seven so and everybody's Mm. fine but yeah it's pretty it's pretty scary so Mm. we have that Mm -hmm. going on all right so Mm -hmm. since my podcast is about healing all year um Mm -hmm. We're going to go right into the question of, like, what is your relationship with healing? Mm-hmm. For me, healing is always tapping into the things that I need for me, mm. right? And I think that's important because we can often listen to our friends or our family and people who tells us what's good for us, right? Mm. Um, and so for my personal healing is, what does Sharon want? What's good for me? Mm-hmm. And that's my relationship with healing, just being honest with myself about the things that I need. I like that. Being honest with the mm-hmm. things that you need. I think mm-hmm. especially at this 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 time of ours, um, I think we're figuring out things 
that we thought that we didn't need or haven't even like right. figured out um, because now we're stuck at home. Right. And now our right. needs are completely different. Uh, completely right. different. So, yeah. well, I was going to say, I mean, even for you, I'm wondering like the things that we, we need and we don't need, but I'm almost kind of learning the things that I thought I needed. I, I don't even know if I actually need them. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. So it's interesting how that works. I know for me at this moment, mm-hmm. I need space. I am one mm-hmm. that likes to be at home. Right. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good with being at home. My friends might, you know, listen to this and be like, you know, it's pretty flaky sometimes. They'll invite me and I'll be like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I want to stay home. Right. Now that I don't have a mm-hmm. choice, I'm like, somebody invite me. Invite me somewhere. Just right. let's go somewhere. Right. But I've been right. um, thankful enough to have friends who are doing Netflix parties and that's been like um, helpful. But I didn't know that I needed to go outside as much. Like, it's right. just different. It's different. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. How... Like, what would you say, like, healing all year means to you? Healing all year, I would say, um, you know, again, it it is that, for me personally, Mm -hmm. it is that, like, just being honest with yourself about your needs and just being consistent with it. Um, And in my practice and just a lot of the conversations I have with people are, like, how do you just tend to these basic needs, right? So that's like eating, sleeping, drinking water, doing these things. And that's important because throughout the year, when we're stressed out or depressed or anxious about whatever it is that we throw that out the window quick, yeah. right? And so for me, when I think about my own healing, it's really like making a conscious decision to always remind my body that like, I'm okay. Yeah. Right. So even when I'm stressed, I'm like, you know what body, I love you. So I'm going to like, I'm going to keep eating these meals. I'm going to keep sleeping. I'm going to keep drinking this water. Right. Like I love you throughout the year, no matter what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And so again, for me, it's really that just checking in with myself daily. Like, did you eat? How are you doing? How's your mood Mm -hmm. today? What, What do you need today? How can you be in the best space tomorrow yeah and that's how I exactly it. Yeah. exactly yeah. how are you feeling mm-hmm. with you know utilizing that aspect of healing um your your own personal experience of healing during this time with with mm-hmm. everything is so different um are you working from home still i am I'm, right. so i'm doing this um kind of in and out the office mm-hmm. thing so i'm doing like half and half right so how is yeah. how does healing work with your new routine because that's what I'm calling it I'm not calling it our our normal I'm not calling it anything else but just our new routine so that means that once you know once everything goes back to normal whatever normal is for everybody we'll have that Mm -hmm. we'll have this routine right now as being old and then we'll have back Mm -hmm. to back to our normal thing so how Mm -hmm. how have you been working through that you know what? I, I've actually been hoping for myself. So I've been actually writing this stuff down. So you, you, I don't know about you. You go on the internet and you see people like, hopefully this time is to like reflect and remember. Oh, and and you, have you seen that it. kind of stuff? It's, it's <laughs> actually really, it's, it's really, really been triggering for me because uh-huh. everybody that I'm like, not everybody, but a lot of people that I follow are just like, this is a great time to build a business. This is a great time to be motivated. And I'm just like, right. but I am not. I posted up on my page on IG, again, Healing All Year podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I posted mm-hmm. yesterday, like yesterday, 
after a week or so of this situation, I felt somewhat motivated to do something. Today was also right. another day where I felt a little motivated. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not being at home doesn't cultivate any sort of productiveness. Like, even when I'm at school and I have to, like, write papers, writing papers at home mm-hmm. is not the thing. I need to go out. I need to be in with other people. Like, I need to be distracted. I'm I, like I, I like to watch. I like to people watch. So yeah. being able to people watch and write my paper keeps me focused. Being at home Absolutely. is not. So I don't have any much. I don't have much um, motivation. But then all, everybody yeah. on IG is just like, "You should do this and you should do that and do this." And I'm just like, right. "No." Yeah, yeah. But see what you're saying though, just to kind of what what you're saying. Um, it's to be expected, mm-hmm. right? So, like, um, for instance, so like you said, like, now you're at home mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't feel like doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But w- again, and when we're talking about like healing and all these things, you know, being kind to ourselves, mm-hmm. we are busy, busy people, mm-hmm. right? So, whether it's school, work, kids, spouses, right? And so, I think, you know, just as people, Americans or whatever, we are taught that like we have to go, go, go mm-hmm. all the time. And so, what you're talking about is, that's probably your body just telling you, oh, relax, breathe, right? You know what I mean? Because you're just kind of at home, yeah. right? And so, again, even when we talk about healing, it's just tapping into, like, what is your body telling you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if your body is telling you, you know what, chill out, and I'm not doing a whole bunch of stuff right now, it, in my opinion, that's okay, mm-hmm. right? And so kind of going back to the original question, like, how do I – I think the original question was, like, how do I – um, take this time. Mm-hmm. And, and so for me, I've been trying to write down what I think I'm reflecting because it's very easy to go back to the norm when things actually feel normal again. Right. So I've been really trying to write down sort of what I think are some of my epiphanies mm-hmm. about what I'm learning. And so it's been interesting. My TV has not been on. Has not? It has not been. That is like so interesting. Like, oh no, Mine my TV not has not off. been on. <laughs> no, no, because my TV has not even been on. Like, getting on the phone, connecting more with people I haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah, and just kind of writing down what that's been meaning for me. Okay, you know, during this time. So but... what I'm hearing you say in our social work terms, <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is that you're doing more reflecting. When things are in chaos right now, as, as other yes. you know, we can describe what's outside is in chaos. You're doing yes. self-reflection on what's inside of you, which isn't chaos. Ooh, right. I like that. Right. I, you know what? I like the way you reworded that. I like that. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So doing more, doing more of that. Um, yeah. 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 That, that does, that does sound really good. Okay. So listeners, yeah. what we should be doing, that should be, I'm going to say should. What we could be mm-hmm. doing is also yes. taking some time to sit and just feel and do body scans and see what we yeah. need. Like what you were saying. Are we hungry? Are we bored? Are we feeling yep. lonely kind of conversations? Um, yep. And actually what you just did was beautiful, right? So you said, well, we should be. You said, no, can, right? Mm-hmm. Or what we could be doing, mm-hmm. right? So again, also part of healing again. So the internet will tell you we should yep. be doing that and should yep. be doing this. But the thing is should is super shaming mm-hmm. right it makes us feel really bad about ourselves right so mm-hmm. it's like so should actually doesn't do anything good for our mental space mm-hmm. I, I tell people like throw that word 
out just all together. Yeah, right? my therapist tells me all the time, stop shooting yeah. yourself. Yeah, no, should is like, <laughs> in my opinion, like the worst word yeah. we have, right? Mm-hmm. So what you just said is beautiful because it's this constantly like, what can I do? Which is super important right now during this pandemic when you don't feel like anything's in your control, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, so there's a lot of uncertainty. So it's kind of on us to be like, what can I do right now? Okay, I can connect with people. I can relax. I yeah. can potentially catch up on this business I want to do or whatever right. it is, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you did that. That was actually really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been, for me personally, like the, the should doesn't work. It just, I get all in my head about it. So I, I try my hardest. But the only thing I've, I've been able to really do and really kind of like maintain is working out. Because that, that was a really hard um, thing for me before. And I dedicated to it in you know in January and have been consistent for like seven weeks this is eight weeks so great that's been great for me during this time just getting up and exercising and YouTube has been great for that you know but yeah um so I think we got two tips right now we have checking in with our bodies and doing something productive whatever that production means like working out laying down watching binge watching like great yeah I'm actually curious was that hard for you to so were you um when you were working out were you like going outside to do it were you going to the gym or were you already doing so I'm a part of um Orange Theory Mm -hmm. Fitness so I signed up in October and I really wasn't consistent Mm -hmm. um but January I was like no we're gonna get this done I'm gonna lose this weight and then we had like a little like challenge an eight-week challenge in the gym that you have to go to the gym three times Mm -hmm. a week so legit that has made me so much more focused on the gym and just dedicated to like working out I was working out before this whole situation four times a week so I did three times a week orange and then I did um one time a week yoga just to be able to stretch Mm -hmm. and that just like kind of just I don't know just became routine and that was just working so right now not having the gym um, and going out to the gym because I'm like you know whatever if this pandemic happens that's fine as long as I can go to the gym I really don't care mm-hmm. I, but now that everything's closed at least in New York I mean yeah for you guys too in Cali everything's shut down yeah. um, I've had to like make different routine even though like mm-hmm. my gym still is cultivating um, online workouts for us it's different mm-hmm. it's not the same mm-hmm. so I've just mm-hmm. been um, honestly I've been watching Jeanette Jenkins on YouTube, great. Gets me rolling. I burn like 700 yeah. calories. It's great. Yeah. It's great. But yeah. yeah. So that's really what's been helping, I guess. Yeah. And um, you've been able to transition and do it at home. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's been very important because yeah. I need that mental like break, I guess, from it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even earlier when you were talking about like, well, you read, you, you were talking about my model was like, you already have it. And that's yeah. kind of where that comes from, right? So it's like you in this transition, right? You you had a routine. You were doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And then now mm-hmm. you had a transition to do something different, right? And that's hard. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, transitions are hard when you have, like, mm-hmm. a routine, right? And so through this, you're kind of learning, like, I have it. Like, any skill that you need in your life, you have it, right? Like, you can um, transition and you can do something hard and you can still find a way to make it work. Right. So I just, yeah. anyway, I just think that's good. Like life lessons. No, that's, that's great to have like the listeners also understand like that as your model, like you already have that. You need to, you need to coin that. 
Yeah, you know what? I'm trying. We actually. need to coin that. Yeah, because that's yeah, it's yeah. that's that's real and real motivating. Because oftentimes, even like so, you know, I'm still in school, um, mm-hmm. my final semester, and everything's really just different. It's just our graduation is postponed. Like everything's just different, mm-hmm. um, and just being able to just hone in on on that because as social workers, I know I feel like more should be done, but right. then I don't have the energy to do more. So right. how do you work towards, especially with your clients, like how do you, how are you dealing with them wanting to do more for themselves or, or their families or for their jobs or whatever and, and still focus on their healing during this time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so how do I help them with their goals and then also making sure they're okay yeah. during this Because goals time, yeah. are still, like I know a couple of my friends have been like, I already made my list for the rest of the year and I'm just like, <laughs> okay. People are really ambitious, huh? Yeah, they're really. I'm telling you, I follow a lot of ambitious people. I yeah, love yeah, my yeah. friends. They're, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. high motivators for me, but sometimes I'm just like, "Can you relax?" So I feel okay. Like, yeah. So how are you dealing with that part? Like, still, you know, maintaining those those therapeutic goals as well. Also yeah. during this like pandemic, high stress yeah. anxiety situation. Yeah, it's actually interesting. So you know, two you know, any two people are not the same. So it's been interesting. Um, I have some clients who are severely depressed, right? Okay. And and so what's interesting is their lifestyle actually hasn't changed much, mm. right? Because they actually spend a lot of time already inside okay. a lot, right? Right. And so I kind of had that uh, one epiphany, like, wow, this is how some clients feel when they really can't leave the house or they feel like they can't yeah. leave the house, yeah. right? So it's kind of been my awakening in that way. Like, wow, this is maybe how it feels for them where they're yeah. fearful to go outside or whatever it is. Um, so for them, it's been interesting. So going to their goals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just been about like, you know, the, the, that there is a risk in going in outside just in general, right? And how do you keep yourself safe during those times um but it's been interesting with them particularly but um with my clients I mean it's really just been again what what can you do when you're at home so for some depressed clients I've been asking them can you do art we've been sending them art stuff you know so I've been sending people like watercolors and things like that um I got another guy he likes comic books and I got him a how to sketch comics or whatever right but just okay how do you just keep your brain moving yeah. Right. Because, you know, your brain is like your body. Um, yeah. and so how do you keep it moving and engaged and thinking and all of those things? So really just encouraging people again, what can they actually do inside? Can you read a book? Can you do art? Can you call friends? I mean, it's sort of the same thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just keeping keeping your mind busy is, mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing. Like mm-hmm. being even though you may not be able to be physically active, at least if your mind is active, mm-hmm. um, that kind of will allow you to deal with yeah. what's going on in front of you. Yeah, and, and I would say, and but I would clarify healthy, active, right? Of so I, I yeah. think, yeah. you know, after a while, I think you've heard the news. I think you know what's going on. Yeah. I don't think it's healthy to keep watching it, right? No. Yeah, yeah. or like if you have friends that are super duper anxious about it. Yeah. You I've, maybe want to limit that a little bit. You I've know? set some boundaries around that. Even yeah. with like my parents and stuff because my, my parents are older and you know, some of them, I'm some of them. <laughs> my dad has some of the, uh, like the, the factors that contribute, not contribute, but just the, what is it called? The, one of the top five things that are 
extra like if you have like a whatever he has diabetes so, oh, okay okay mm-hmm. um if he were to get the virus is he he's at a higher risk that's what it is gotcha the, the components of higher risk so um you know and they'll tell me like oh you know this person died and that person died mm-hmm. and this person and mm-hmm. i'm like i need you to stop mm-hmm. any i just just don't tell me right just don't tell me anymore because i i usually take the role on of being the calm one mm-hmm. um and i just allow them to be in their frantic self right um however way that looks for them yeah most of the time it's very annoying to me but i let them just deal with their however they were dealing with it right um and i try to be the calm one but sometimes i just can't i need you to just respect what i'm telling you and don't send me stuff yeah i mean because for me yeah absolutely i mean for me after a while it's like i have to ask myself how is this helpful right right like it it, is at the end of the day, is this being, is, is this helping me? Right. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, media and all that, they have an Mm -hmm. interest. And so, yes, it's true, but they're going to keep repeating the story because that's how they keep viewers. Right. So for me, I do, I call it one update a day. I do, I I, I do an update. Cool. I know what's going on. And then I got to move on. You, You can't sit in that. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. So, so right now we have checking in with our bodies, Mm -hmm. doing something like doing some journaling and Mm -hmm. then just checking in at least one time with maybe news media, but also like scanning in as to like what would be keeping our brains moving. Yeah. I think that's heavily important is keeping ourselves. I don't want to say sane because sane isn't real. Mm hmm. But I want to say motivated to do whatever works for us. Yeah. 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 Do whatever works for us. Yeah. Um, what would you say, like, so I know for me, being at home usually is pretty tw- tranquil, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. pretty good at staying at home. I enjoy my room. I enjoy my quiet time. But during this pandemic, I'm realizing that I need to move out mm-hmm. away from my family because we're just on top of each other right mm, mm-hmm. so and then I'm, I'm realizing like there's definitely some insecurities that are coming up for me that like we spoke about earlier like I wouldn't really have thought about it because I wasn't really focused on it because I was bothered with other things mm-hmm. right keeping myself busy mm-hmm. and then there's like the traumas right of being around let's say family members and things like that I know like I I intern at a high school and I'm very worried about some of my students with that conversation and being around their their parents all day and mm-hmm. the traumas that they might encounter mm-hmm. um so how would you how would you say that you're able to like work through that being at home mm-hmm. until further notice right because we don't have a, a deadline it's really just a day by day so how can we work through those things do mm-hmm. you think mm-hmm. and you mean work at it like day to day when you're trying to figure out how to work with day by day or yeah. just how do you no individually with... individually mm-hmm. um, like how are we dealing with that individually if those things do come up for us when you're dealing with your family every day and it's the just mm-hmm. dealing with them every day yeah yeah i got you or dealing with some of the insecurities that you have about let's say being alone if you do live alone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know there's a couple of things i think as far as like family is concerned you know <laughs> the truth is the people who are closest <laughs> to you are going to be the ones who stress you out the most mm. right oh yeah because that is just kind of a part of it right 
And again, that's why I kind of go back to the journaling. Like, what are those epiphanies? And are these kind of, you know, a lot of families just don't talk about stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. especially when you talk about minority folks. I mean, really just talking about just generationally families are not having open conversations about things, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you're thinking about like, what are these traumas? What is this? Why is this hard? Do we not have open communication? Is this stemming from my past or whatever it is, right? Like, I think that is something to consider. And maybe if we are talking about like therapy, talking to somebody about like, how do I have these conversations with my family? Do I have these conversations with my family? But um, but yeah, but just the day-to-day stuff. I mean, I do think you're talking about boundaries. You can't do boundaries yeah. all the time, right? Whether, I don't know if you got to go to the kitchen and take a breather. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like you just need to, you know, do something like that, you know, but that, mm-hmm. that is a tough one, mm-hmm. especially depending on how small the, the place is. Um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, and I've been, I'll tell you this, I've been taking that walk around the block. I have been doing that, you know. I definitely said that Friday I'm going outside. Yeah. I'm going to go like walk and just do something because I can't anymore. And also to, um, you know, we're in New York mm-hmm. and you're in Cali. So I know weather over there is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's cold here. Mm-hmm. It's just cold still. Mm-hmm. And it's, the other day it was raining. And it's just like, okay, Dang. well, now we're really stuck inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now we're really stuck inside. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm, I'm hearing taking some time, taking a breather, taking a walk outside. Yeah. To be able to like really deal with, or not deal with, because I think in this time, a lot of things, especially with traumas and insecurities, I do think that those things can come Absolutely. up. Um, but I think that just dealing with it in the moment. Yeah. I guess like because everybody's on top of each other and because you don't have enough, like, at least for me, I don't have enough quiet time. Yeah. Um, I think taking a breather yeah. does kind of help. Yeah. Um, and I think, but I think what you're speaking to, and if I'm understanding you right, yeah. I think what you're speaking to is like, in my opinion, sometimes the epiphanies that we have because we've been given the opportunity, right? So let's say you've been with your family member for the last 15 days and you're like, gosh, I I didn't realize how much this thing bugged me about this person, right? Because you've just had more time to sort of analyze it. And so again, I am a believer of just, again, just within yourself, like, what is that, right? Like, what does that mean for me? And is this a bigger thing to address when the pandemic is over right like is this a temporary thing that I feel about this person or mm-hmm. am I kind of thinking about something new now you know, I don't know. especially in relationships and yeah and marriages like I you know I hope not but I feel like a lot of people end up in divorce after this because they've never spent so much time together yeah yeah it's actually funny I, I saw this um kind of side note I, I want to say this mm-hmm. was Denzel Washington he was talking about how he feels like he and his wife have been together for so long because he spent most of the time on the road <laughs> you know doing right. movies and stuff right right so he actually says he thinks that was actually the, the key to his uh successful marriage yeah, his long lasting marriage yeah yeah I, I yeah I think it's hard now uh, so like what would you tell a couple that's like in isolation with each other but isn't like you know therapy with you on dealing with this newfound routine that they have within each other communication 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 
communication, mm-hmm. <laughs> communication. That is all you can do. You have because the thing is, you know, you talk about should, right? So couples yes. often will be like, "Well, they should know I want space, or, or they should know I need this." Don't know. You have to explain everything. You know, over explaining sometimes in a relationship is kind of like, for me personally, it's like. But if you really wanted to do it, you would do it, right? And which may be. Which may be hard, right? Because that may not be real. Yeah, but, but in my experience, it is the communication. You have to communicate. It's because you you think, why do I have to explain this, right? Yes. Like, why? why? Why do I have to explain this thing that seems super obvious? Why don't you understand this very obvious thing, right? And I've learned, you got to explain it. You got to explain it's it. over you, you And you actually have to over-explain it. And sometimes mm-hmm. understanding that just because you said it once doesn't mean the person just is going to magically change, right? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to over-explain it, you know? And so that is, mm-hmm. if I had to say any advice about any couples, communication, communication, <laughs> communication, even if you think it's Because they already have Yeah. You got it. You, right. you, for the rest of your lives, however long y'all together. You got to communicate everything. Yep. Yep. So when you talk about being with family, friends, living with people, you got to. There's no way out of it. That's that's the cold part. There's no way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and and as you mentioned earlier, like being from a minority background, like it's not a thing that we do, Mm -hmm. at least in my household. Mm -hmm. Like I think I've done more communicating now recently because I'm in social work school and because I'm like understanding a little bit more of what things look like and how it should play mm-hmm. out in a sense, quote, like the quote unquote play mm-hmm. out. Um, but it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Like, you know what? <laughs> communicating. Yeah. And you know, and I'd say too, like, so the communicate doesn't have to be overly so you're talking about like boundaries right so even if it's just a simple yeah. uh doesn't mean like you calling out somebody like you always mess with me or you always talking to me right but it, the communication mm-hmm. could just simply be like um you know what right now I just need a second I'm going to talk to you in a little bit right like you're, you're yeah. just saying what yeah. you need in that moment right yeah. and I'm just saying communicating like you just have to say your need in that moment that that's all it really yeah. is yeah Right, mm-hmm. which is where the whole aspect of healing, what we were talking about earlier, what you are saying is like really communicating, not communicating, really just honing in on what it is that you mm-hmm. need. And, and, and I think sometimes we don't do that. Even now during this like pandemic, I know for me, I'm just like, but what do I need? Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to eat these cookies <laughs> that I really like? Mm-hmm. Do I need to eat mm-hmm. them? But, like, a part of me is just, like, but I do mm-hmm. need this. I, like, I, I'm, I'm realizing that I do need more. I need to see people. Mm-hmm. I like people watching, so I need to see people. Mm-hmm. But I am enjoying, like, the little, uh, like, Netflix parties I was mentioning that I'm having with people. So I'm interacting with people. And I'm um, doing more, like, texting. I'm not really doing much FaceTime. But I'm doing a little bit more texting with people that I don't know and networking in mm-hmm. that sense. So that's been helpful, mm-hmm. but I'm clear that I need to see people. Like, even if it's from afar, I need to just mm-hmm. see them and pretend I know what's going on and give myself their story in my head. And then that makes yeah. me feel better. It was so, that something you knew about yourself 
really well before this? Or are you having this epiphany now that like, man, I really need to like see people? I think I'm having this epiphany mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Because I was, I seen people, yeah. right? Like I went to work, I went to class, I went to the gym. I was, even at the gym, like my, my coach <laughs> laughs at me all the time because he knows like when his music isn't that good. Because I'll just start watching people work out. <laughs> like I'll just start, we have a mirror and I'll just be watching them. Do yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because I need to like focus on something else. So I, I know that I, I enjoy it, but I didn't know that I needed it mm. as much right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I guess I'm having an epiphany live right now with you guys. Yeah. Cause I didn't know I needed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a thing. So what is it that you need right now that you didn't know? Mm. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. Um, it's a loaded one. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I mean, interesting. So again, when you're like the TV wasn't off. And so for me, it was interesting that like my TV has been off. That was super interesting. So yeah. had you asked me like, Sharon, what would you, <laughs> hypothetically, what would you do in a quarantine situation? I would probably be like, I'd binge on Netflix, right? Like that would probably would be right. answer, right? So it's been interesting. I think um, from my day to day of just always talking to people and trying to help others. Yes. This has been the first time in a long time that I've actually kind of just sat with myself. So mm. on a personal note, um, me and my partner, right? So I haven't been able to see him over the mm-hmm. course of, you know, a little bit of time. When I tell you I've analyzed our relationship on a whole mm. new level and I, and I hope it will work to make it stronger, like as we go on. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But I had not really deeply super analyzed us and so I had this time to really just like, because all day I'm helping other couples, right? And do yep. I ever really, yep. do I really sit that hard and think about my own all the time, mm-hmm. right? You know, so that was mm-hmm. kind of my epiphany, like the alone time that I actually maybe need that I didn't think I did, you know? So that's been yeah. for me. And, and again, just really writing the stuff down because when everything's back to normal, you forget. You forget you forget mm-hmm. so I've been that's been my thing I mean I won't go into it now but I've been having all kind of epiphanies no, yeah. about he and I and yeah. how I can try to be a better partner and show up a little differently and you know all of those and, things and, and showing up is a is a good word mm-hmm. um, because I feel like we oftentimes forget that we and our energy show up in a room yeah. um, especially I guess in relationships and like you know people may want something like what you were saying about overly communicating what you need but people may want something not be able to say it or not want to say it because they want to keep that relationship after pandemic but i'm i'm in agreement that um i know i know that for me i need creativeness Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. me and i think if i'm dating someone i need the creativeness during this yeah. time of like, let's do a dinner date on FaceTime. Like there's, there's just a million and one things that I feel I would, mm-hmm. I would do. Um, but it's, it's also showing me how people react mm-hmm. during stressful Absolutely. situations. Um, do people like stand up and, and get right. it done? Or do people fall back in the, in the wayside and, and just, stand clear of all the chaos and usually for me i know i've been that person to 
when things get chaotic in front of me, I'm in the corner. I don't want to deal. I'm not yeah. dealing with that. Um, but I think during this time, especially in relationships, like, I don't know, like I would, I like the creativeness. Yeah. I like the affection and attention and, and how that shows right. up. Um, right. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, it's been interesting for me. And again, probably just because I talk to people all day and I try to help them, but really I've, I'm telling you, it's it's been interesting. This is the first time in a long time. I've just been kind of focused on me in a long time, right? So I've just been really thinking about it. Like, what kind of friend am I? You know, how do I show up for for everybody? You know, it's it's, so that's been that's been kind of my epiphany. Yeah, like how do I? What kind of friend am I? What kind of friend am I? What kind of partner am I? How do I um show up? You know, yeah, Yeah, like when when you're tired, right? When you come home from work, I'm yeah, Mm -hmm. no. I think for me during this time, especially with friends, I feel like there's a level of, mm, this, might sound, this might sound really, really messed up, but like, I don't want to reach out. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I know you're good. I know everybody's okay. You know, I've checked in with a couple people, but mm, I think I'm okay. Yeah, and, we, I think, and actually, I'm just curious. I don't know if you can say, but what do you think that is for you? Um, I think I'm tired. Yeah. I think I'm also that person of being that Mm -hmm. go-to and being that energy holder. Mm. And I just don't want to. Yeah. I I just don't want to hold the energy. I don't want to hold the space. Um, I I mean, I've been dealing with this for a little bit, but I think now it's manifesting more where I'm just like, I'm okay right here in what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm dealing with what I have. I'm not trying to add more to my plate. Gotcha. I'm not trying on, and I just think this time is really tough because, again, with this motivation, right? Like, I want to say society, right? And I want to say, like, social media especially is encouraging us to be more connected Mm -hmm. because a lot of us are dealing with isolation and depression, anxiety because of those things, Mm -hmm. right? But there's times, I guess, I don't know, I'm just okay and, and not, and not, always connecting not always being on because I feel like I'm always on outside of a normal day right Right. so I think the pandemic has made me feel like okay yeah we can we can sleep in yeah we don't have to like I mean I check in with the people I need to check in with you know and 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 things like that but on the regular like it's it's a lot lot. and I think it's still it's still made to seem as if you should again with that word you should be reaching out more. You should be having all these things. And it still creates that sense of FOMO. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but I'm okay, yeah. right? And, and we're all okay. So it's like, how how are we, how can we deal with that? Yeah. I, in, in, in that kind of sense. Yeah, actually, you know, I mean, I guess I knew this, but hearing you say it out loud, right? So like, so like you said, like on mm-hmm. the internet, everybody's like, you got to reach out and you have to do this, right? But if you are sort of... Mm-hmm the helper in general right so what about the you know Mm -hmm. the the mental health professional or the doctor or the nurse or the whoever it is right or maybe just you got a mom who just worked really really hard right and so what is it like Mm -hmm. for those people who are constantly feeling like they're giving being told that like you should be giving more more. right Mm -hmm. and so that's one piece of like that's one and then the other piece that I'm hearing you say is also like what I'm seeing is like a big old question mark. And is that true? Is that true that I have to do this thing? Because again, someone's telling me what I mm. quote unquote 
should be doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so again, even we're going back to healing and all that, right? And again, you know, when I think about people who are like depressed, I always encourage people to be like, what makes that true? Right? Like, what makes that statement Ooh. true? You know what I mean? So when that, that somebody's depressed? Well, not when somebody's depressed, but when they ha- there's a thought that people have okay. that make them depressed, right? So let's say someone's okay. like, you know what? I should be doing this and I should be doing that, right? And I always ask, who says? Right. And because you're not doing it, then I feel yeah. sad because I'm not doing yeah. it. Yeah. And so for oh, yeah. you, right? So you're like, you know what? I'm good, right? Like I'm having this time to myself. I'm I'm chilling right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. who's to say that's bad? Who's to say that you can't do that, right? Like, so when yeah. you, again, when you see media talking about you should, and this is what we all should be doing, in general, I don't have a problem with questioning what makes that true, right? Mm-hmm. Because cause at the end of the day, that's the world according to you, right? That That's just your point of view mm-hmm. about what everybody should be doing, right? Um, but mm-hmm. what's actually good for you is I'm relaxing. I check, you know, right? right? You know, so I think that's, I think that's real though, you know, just kind of questioning what, just because somebody told you to do something doesn't mean it's a part of your happiness, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's definitely, it definitely is a good part. Like what's the, what's the sentence that you're telling yourself for you to believe that this is what you should be doing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I always say like the the fact checking like is this real? Yep. Is this really in fact? Yep. Is this really like substance of re- reality, and, or is this just our opinion and how we're feeling? Right. Right. Because um, then those things come off like when people say, "Well, I should be doing this because everybody else is doing it." Right. But like, what do you what want? Do, like, you do you want, want to? Yeah. Because if you don't want to, then we don't have to. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good. I think that's a good. It's a good portion of it. Good. Yeah. Um, so final questions. Yeah. Um, anxiety, mm-hmm. right? I know this is like one of your um, not expertise, mm-hmm. but something that you um, guide your clients and your um, yeah, you guide your clients on obtaining different conversations yeah. towards anxiety. Mm-hmm. How are you? What would be something that you can tell the listeners? Um, that are dealing with anxiety yeah. during this time. Yeah. So anxiety, a big, there's a, a couple of components to anxiety, but a big piece of anxiety is sort of what we've talked about today, but it's this sense of, I have no control, right? That is extremely anxiety provoking for someone who mm-hmm. experiences anxiety. And for people who experience anxiety, it's that sort of fight or flight response, right? Where they just get really anxious and they kind of, question a lot that's going on with them and so yeah for the anxious person or the person who's experiencing anxiety um I always encourage to just take just stop right and there's the like there's like a breathing technique it's 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 the four seven eight I don't know if you've ever heard of that one four seven eight I'm four listening. seven eight you breathe through your nose for four counts you hold that breath for seven and then you exhale through your mouth for eight, the four, seven, eight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. when you're anxious, right, your heart's beating, you're, you're just your fight or flight response. And so when you slow that breath, you're signaling to your body, I am okay. 
You just yeah. want to calm your body down because it, it, you're elevated, right? So that's yeah. usually like the, my go-to. Like just when you feel yourself getting anxious, stop and do the four, seven, eight, right? Um, and then the other piece of, of people who experience anxiety is this um, sort of sense of like they can't stop, right? So mm-hmm. you know how we're talking about we're at home, we're kind of chilling, right? There's some people out mm-hmm. there that are like, I must do this and I must do that and I have to yep. and I have to and I have to, I have to, right? And so yeah. we're talking about that question, what makes this true? Is this true? Do you have to do this thing right now? Right. Now. Right. Like, can this not wait five seconds for you to do a four, seven, eight breath? Right. Yeah. And I always ask people, like, when you look back on that anxious moment, who said that you couldn't stop for a second? No mm-hmm. one. No one. No mm-hmm. one said that. Right. So, yeah, th- th- those are really the way I try to guide the folks with the anxiety. Just question that thought that you cannot stop. Yeah. Right. Um, because I would argue it's not true. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. right. that's that fact conversation I, I always talk about. But no, I think I think that's I don't know, I'm getting a little epiphanies over here while you're talking. It's that's that's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially with like, you know, listening to the news and, and being anxious over what's next and, and feeling that helplessness is like yeah. yeah. I think that's real and it's period, right? It's just, it just is in this moment of what we're, of what we're experiencing. And it, and I know for a fact on me, like anxiety for me shows up in different Mm -hmm. ways. For me personally, anxiety shows up where I'm really, really Mm -hmm. busy or I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So I know I've been very anxious during this time because I haven't have, I had, I've had no motivation to do anything. So that's that's how my anxiousness Mm -hmm. comes up. But I know like with my family, like, for example, my mom, my mom's anxiousness comes up where she needs to be doing something at mm-hmm. all times mm-hmm. and will tire herself out to where the next day she's in, like, crazy pain, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, that's her level of, that's how her level of anxiety shows up. So I know that our listeners all have their different yeah. levels. Um, and I do think that that breathing exercise is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be willing to walk us through um, a breathing, maybe like, I don't know, 30 seconds or so of, of breathing technique for us to close out. Yeah. Um, yeah, episode. absolutely. I think that mm-hmm. would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. We can tell you want to do that now. All right. Yeah. Sure. All right. Oh, and the, the, before... I'll put you on the yeah. <laughs> No, no worries. No worries. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's really quick and easy. So no worries. And again, yeah. just about the anxiety though, that's applicable to all parts mm-hmm. of life. So, and I think that's the thing I would really want the listeners to know that like even after this pandemic is over the same concepts apply right so whether we're like anxiety so yeah like so whether we're at our job and we're like I have to do this I have to do this I can't stop I can't stop I can't stop I can't stop and I'm like but you can you can go to the bathroom you can get a drink of water you can you can eat lunch right so Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is like yes we're talking about the pandemic right but after this is done, it's the same thing. You can, you can, yeah. when you are feeling yourself anxious like that, right? You can take a step back and breathe because what ends up happening is it actually makes us more productive, right? Because we mm-hmm. don't want to stop, right? Because we're like, we have to do this now because I need it. But it's actually taking the step back that actually makes you more productive when you come back to it. So I did, mm-hmm. I didn't want to clarify. And also, that. yeah. 
No, that's that's perfect because I think a lot of the other things that you mentioned also are great to continue doing the routine mm-hmm. of it after all this yeah, goes away. Yeah. Um keeping keeping focus on on things that are important to us, journaling, keeping our mind busy with healthy coping skills. I think those things will continue um to assist us in with yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You ready for breathing? All right. Cool. I'm ready. I'm All ready right. For you. So it's very quick. So again, the numbers you need to remember are four, seven, and eight, and I'll count us through it. All right. Okay. So you, you are, and everybody who's listening, you're going to breathe through your nose starting now for four counts. So one, two, three, four. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, listeners, you can rewind um, and go back and do it as many times as you need, as often as you need um, to be able to ground ourselves. I know another technique is to like, just watch look at something and focus on it and do that breathing and the anxiety levels. Um, like what you were saying earlier, like your brain will allow you to mm-hmm. relax and, and calm, calm your nerves mm-hmm. down. So yeah, that's great. I think you're probably trying to, I was like, I got one more for you. You want to know? Um, Go ahead. And Let's do my, it. If you ask me my favorite, favorite coping strategy and the thing that, and this is for real, for real, I use this every single day, every mm-hmm. day. Um, mm-hmm. So one time I, I, I did a list of like all of my senses, right? So all of our senses, the five senses, right? So that's your ear, your, your okay. smell, your taste, your touch. Um, and I put them in columns and I basically in each column put like, how do I experience joy in each of these senses, right? So through my eyes today, you know, mm-hmm. I saw flowers, I saw a sunset, I saw a rainbow, I saw whatever I saw, right? And so you mm-hmm. kind of can do that. And I had realized that the touch column there wasn't a lot right I was like I don't know how do I experience joy through touch I don't know I have a blanket I really like I have a I don't know right so the next day I I was like sharing really focused on like how you experience joy through touch when I got in that shower I was like oh this this shampoo in my (laughs) hair right now this is awesome or this soap right like the way it feels on my skin right so I became or the warm water or whatever it is right so anyways I would encourage everybody you know, you can do that list one time, but really when you go through your days, again, no matter what you're going through, ask yourself in each of my senses right now, how do I experience, how am I experiencing joy in this moment? And that's the thing that grounds us and keeps us like in the moment, because that's like the number uh, big mm-hmm. question I get a lot is like, how do I stay in the moment? That is actually how you do it. How do I be present? You actually, yeah. whatever moment you're having, you think, how am I? experiencing joy in this moment or what are each of my senses doing right so when you're eating Mm -hmm. you can really analyze it it can be let's say i'm eating a grape it can be okay what is of it always it's sweet is it you know you can kind of analyze how your sense is being activated while you're doing a thing so yeah that would be my last sort of coping yeah no that that is great. And I think something that our listeners can definitely try and use, mm-hmm. especially since we have a little bit mm-hmm. more time um, for ourselves. 
I think that's great. Um, so we're going to, because we're mm-hmm. in this pandemic, right? And people are dealing with um, depression, anxiety, and a, a, a lot of other things that we may not um, talk about mm-hmm. or have not talked about in mm-hmm. this session. Um, we did want to share some resources um, for those of you that are struggling, may be struggling, um, know other people mm-hmm. who may be struggling. Um, on Sharon's end, since she's in California, and that's the county. Yeah, it's called Medi-Cal, so I'm in Alameda County. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So yes. Medi-Cal, that's on that end, and a rep helps you with links mm-hmm. to mental health resources. Um, and then there's NAMI.org, which is another um, crisis line. And all of this stuff will be posted um, on the IG. Once yeah, the and NAMI.org is, is a crisis um, line. And the website in general, they have everything mental health related on there. So like mental health, just anything, is probably the most useful uh, resource you can have as far as educating yourself on just mental health in general. Mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. okay perfect and then for new york right we have the nyc wellness line where you can call text um and speak to anybody at any time um, they've been really resourceful i've used them before for my students and um, they're trained to ask questions see how you're doing see how you're feeling um and also refer you out mm-hmm. to where you need to go um if at this time you feel like you know what i definitely have been feeling Whatever it is, put fill in the blank. I do think that I need to search for a therapist. I think this is a good time to start. Um, some good uh, resources for that would be Therapy for Black Girls and PsychologyToday.com. I've used Psychology Today and I found oh, yeah. my therapist on there. They also have, yeah, she would, yeah, she's great, but yeah, mm-hmm. I found her on there too. And they also have a lot of support groups. Um, in dealing with depression, anxiety, or anything else that you guys may be feeling, um, there's definitely some support groups that you can attend. More than likely, they will be virtual. Um, but there are resource- resources out there um, for those of you who are struggling, who may have struggled before, and now this isolation is, um, you know, waking up some things that you mm-hmm. thought were away. Um, reach out to us. We'll, we'll have our information out there too, but um, we want to make sure that everybody is safe and has all the resources that they need um, when they need it. So that's um, important for us. Um, so Sharon, thank you so much for joining us today. I have, I had a great time speaking with you. I think um, our listeners are learning a lot from you. I know I have, so I will continue to reach out and we will continue. To I appreciate you. And I, again, I am thankful. And I, I think you're amazing. And the power of the internet to, <laughs> to, to get these calls together. You. I'm, I'm super thankful. Yep. So no, I, I had a good time. Thank you so exactly. much. Exactly. Thank you so much, Darren. And thank you so listeners for listening. All right. Until next All time. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye.